0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On Air.
1: Hello and welcome to MS Momentum, the radio show for people with MS, their family, whanau and support teams. Now this week's very special radio star is Debbie from Living Well Disability Racial Centre. Hi Debbie, many thanks for coming on today, I know it was a long trek. (laughs) (laughs) It's great, thank you Valerie, it's lovely to be here and it took me all of mm, 10 seconds. (laughs) Now, until very recently, you worked for Disability Information Services that were in this Dunedin Community House. Can you tell us a little about the name change and the other exciting changes that have happened recently?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, Disability Information Service has mm-hmm. been around for 34 years in the Otago region, wow. and I think 20 of those here in Community House. Wow. So its, um, it's name reflected um, exactly what, what what we were contracted to do. So we have a Ministry of Health uh, contract to provide um, disability information and advisory services, and that's not, generic information. Yeah. So we're not specialists in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to that contract, we are. Um, um, it's 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 about connecting people with services, knowing, uh, helping people navigate the system. So that's what we've been for thirty four years. Over the last several years, we've probably um, diversified a wee bit, and the services and broadened the services of what we yeah. provide the community. So we we um, so there's. I'm, I'm getting there. I always tell a long story first before I no, make.
1: That's my fine, point. That's
2: fine. But we, um, a, a two-pronged approach. One is we needed a name that reflected better what we did. So yeah. we have done a rebrand uh, to Living Well, which is what we're about, yep, and the Byline Disability Resource Centre. So that uh, resource centre kind of covers a broader, you know, we're not mm. just an information service, we provide other resources. So yes, we are now Living Well Disability Resource Centre, Yes, and with a nice new sort of fresh look. And after 20-odd years being in Dunedin Community House, um, we've taken a really bold move, and It's its we're not far, as you said, it took just yeah. a, a minute to walk around the road, but we have moved out of Community House and the wonderful um, support network that this place is, and we have moved to the corner of George and Bath Street, so we're on the ground floor of Burns House, so our address is 10 George Street, yes. but we're on the ground floor, corner of George and Bath Street, we're opposite the uh, DCC um, Elevator. Elevator, escalator, escalator, yeah. escalator, escalator yeah. Um, that go up to the DCC main um, main offices up there. So we're literally right across the road from that, uh, just close to the octagon, still within Cooey of this, mm. this space. So... Um, it's been a fabulous move from the sense that we, um, the reason that we moved out of community house is that the services that we're providing required greater space yeah. and so we now have that. So we've, we've moved to a much larger space um, that has better access, it's easier for people to get in and it's easier for people to see us. We've had lots yeah, it's of people. Yeah,
1: absolutely gorgeous space. It's yeah. lovely and bright and open and you can manoeuvre it well and everything. Yeah. It's really great. Yeah, it's cool. It's quite quite an exciting time, isn't it?
2: It is. It's been a big effort. Um, we're a small team of five people, um, and it was all hands on deck about a yep. month ago over yep. a course of a weekend, um, <laughs> moving all the stuff across with you know um, you know family dragged in and and you know young students with muscles and <laughs> yeah. anyway, but we got there and we're there, and we really would welcome Ooh. people. Um, we're there Monday to Friday from nine am to four thirty pm, um, and, and if people are wanting to drop in, they're
1: most welcome to do that. Yeah. Yes, and there is a park, a disability park, right outside.
2: Yeah, so there is, um, not quite right outside, it's just down probably about. Um, 5 metres down the street Uh, so there are two accessible car parks or disability car parks um, pretty much between the B and Z um, which is the corner of uh, George and Murray Place and uh, that hairdresser Vivo that's on the corner so pretty much outside that, uh, I think outside that Turkish Kebab Place there are two um, accessible car parks, yep, there's also 30 minute parking on Bath Street and on George Street, there is a loading zone out the front of where we are but um, you meant to have a permit for that so I'm not going to encourage people (laughs) on the radio to park there Uh, but Certainly, there's often um, just short-term parking just on Bath Street there. So, um, yeah, that's probably the, the only downside is, is access, but anywhere in the CBD that is an oh, issue. Oh, no, I actually think that's really mm.
1: great, that you're so close to accessible parking spots, because yeah. that was one of the things here, I think, as, that you would find is that you ended up with a parking space here for people that were yeah. coming in. and. Parking is an issue, but it's yeah also you know part of living in a city, isn't it?
2: It is, it is, and still close to the the bus hub. And um, we've had a couple of people say we're still in this circle of uh, when people are looking at you know coming uh, to town, particularly perhaps older people um, that access thing. You know the DCC, the community yep. house, and, and we're still within that. And the that, library and that all library. that. In, yeah, yep.
1: yeah. So, oh, so it's, it's good. Great. It's good. So you're still associated with other
2: other. Yeah, centres around the, the country. So, um, just and I probably didn't cover um, everything before the services that we provide. So, we still provide disability and health um, yep. information and advisory services. Mm-hmm. So, as I said before, we're not experts in anything, but what we are expert in is knowing what is in uh, our region, what yep. services are available, um, and what the processes. Helping people understand, um, and it's a very confusing thing. I think the biggest thing around information is people don't um, don't want to know until they need. to to know something, yeah, we know. don't yep. go looking. We don't think. Hmm, now, if I acquire a disability or a yeah. health condition, yeah, yep, I'm not. I'm not going to think about it now. I only think about it when it impacts my life, and mm. whether that's a family member or a yourself, or um, you, you know, one of your children, or um, you know, your partner. When that stuff happens, where do you go to get that information? So, I really would hope that we build on our thirty um, our odd years of, of doing this, that we are the place that people can go to to get the information they need and, and hopefully that connect. And it might be as simple as it could be as simple as where do I get my mobility parking permit from? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Easy. Um, it might be a bit more complicated and it's often um, understanding and being able to um, understand and navigate the the funding streams I guess oh, that, that they're the, nightmare, aren't they? the government <laughs> sets up. That's right. So, you know, if you are under 65 with a, so yeah, how do you, how do you A, access services and not everybody needs to access funded supports but if no. you do, how do you go about it and understanding the inequity in those services. Are you ACC funded? Are you under 65 with a disability funded? Are you over 65 with a health condition funded? Um, you know, is it is it personal health and actually you don't fall
1: under really any funding bucket? <laughs> what do I do? Where do I get it uh, from? It's, um, it it's you know, really, it is. Until you're in it, and until you need to know it, you don't know it. No, you're not bothered. No,
2: no. So it's then it's finding a friendly face that can help you um, connect to the information that you need. And yep. and our mantra, um, sort of popping back to the question you just asked before about, are we associated with other centres like ours around the country? Absolutely, we are. We're part yep. of a, um, a a larger body. So our organisation is completely autonomous. Um, it has its own board. It's governed, you know, by, by it's not a national organisation. We are very specifically a Um but we are part of a, uh, a peak body, if you like, that has mm. there's about 25 centres like ours around the country. Um, all have varying different names. You know, a lot of them are disability resource centres or disability information services or centres, um, but they're across the country from Northland, which is called Northable, down to uh, DRC Southland or Disability Resource Centre Southland in Invercargill. So um, that, um, that, that that peak body, um, one of our, our, our mantras, if you like, is... Um, you know, inform, you know, information is, is is power, knowledge is key. You know, yep, maybe absolutely. it's the other way around, knowledge is power, information is key. But yes, it, knowledge it's the is whole power. thing. Yep. It's yep. that, you know, when you have the information you can make informed decisions and that's really what it's what it's about. Um and allowing people that um you know, that there's a real move in the disability sector we talk about that for under 65s that aren't funded by the ACC. Mm-hmm. Um, for more choice control and flexibility in what you do with yep. your um, with uh, your funded supports um, and, and what you need uh, to, make, to, to, to have a good life, you know. So that's really what it's about. So we don't always just look at what funding stream do you fall under, but that is always helpful to know. Um, it's also just what other things are out there that might actually um, support you and what you're doing, whether mm-hmm. they're support groups or whether they're um, just places that are accessible. So in saying that, the services that we provide, so we've certainly, we're an information uh, provider and a connector and a navigator. Um, we do that through, people can call us, they can email us, they can come in and, and talk about um, what they, you know, the questions they might have. Yeah. We also um, collate uh, and send out every week an electronic post that we call the Digest. Um, and that goes out every Friday and it goes out to about 600 um, organisations and individuals across yeah, the region. Yeah, and that's a
1: great resource actually. Yeah. I, I get some of my information from there. It's a great fantastic so anybody resource.
2: can sub- 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 subscribe, subscribe to that to, yep sub 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 honey another coffee <laughs> or they can unsubscribe <laughs> if they don't want to get it anymore um so that is uh, a fabulous um i guess we we've We've got ourselves in a good place where everybody sends us their information. Yeah. So it could be on events, it could be happenings across the health and disability sector, and we send that out.
0: Mm-hmm. We also have
2: a nice wee blog in there from our, um, one of our employees, John Marable, um, who's a 50-year-plus wheelchair user, and he um, does his blog every week in there. And then yeah. it's often around access issues um, for people. So that's a great wee, way of putting it out. We we also then repeat the digest on Otago Access Radio on a Monday morning. So, again, it gets that information yeah. out. Um, so that's often a good uh, go-to place it's, um, it's an interesting thing. People always go, well, you know, how do I know? Where do I find out? How do I yeah. come to us in the first place and we can at least connect you to? To where you go so that's information we also have um and we have one person in that role um who has um, uh, she's a specialist and uh, that's emma who's a specialist in, in information and also equipment um sort of uh, supportive um or assistive what we call assistive technology or assistive yep. products um we obviously retail we we have a shop you know yep. and we're a not-for-profit um and people often think that that does it's a bit um they don't really align but uh That was born out of – so we've been retailing assistive products for the last probably five years. That actually started with Continence
1: products. So people were saying, where do we get this stuff from? I know. It's quite – you need bulk. When you need Continence products, you need bulk of them.
2: And you need the right thing. So yeah. like, you know, I've, I've often cite this story of a 90, 90-something-year-old um, who I met once, and she went with her 70-something-year-old son to the supermarket once a week, and she'd send him down the biscuit aisle while she went to her aisle. Oh, <laughs> And that was gorgeous. to buy her product, which is really confusing, A, because it's tied in with um, just sanitary products, yeah. and they're a really different product for continents. and also people don't know um, whether that's going to meet their needs. So we have a fantastic continents product service where we will have a bit of a discussion to discuss what your needs might be, Mm -hmm. um, what would be the best product for you, what the level of – of, of continent's product you need, you know, because yep. people vary on, on what, their, uh, what their issues are. And we give you samples to take home for free to try and then with the price list so that you know, okay, actually, that one worked really well. You can yep. come back in and you can buy it. And there's a loyalty program, you know, you buy six, you get one free, blah, blah, blah. So there's that. And and from that um, also was just this uh, born, the retailing assistive product. So, and it's interesting just to see where... Um, you know where the Where government goes we 're not we are moving towards a user pay society so yes, we are. for example, the hospital you know you might go in and have a hip or a knee operation, um, the hospital might supply you with a um, a, uh, a, a, a toilet seat razor and maybe a shower chair. but the other smaller things like a sockade, a long shoehorn, a handy reacher, um, that kind of thing. Um, uh, yes, socket. Okay. I'm trying to think, there's four
1: things, but they will often send people down to us and say, look, that okay. stuff you've got to buy yourself. Yeah, because, it, uh, like I send people into you, because you you don't know what you need until you see it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, And, that's like, right. the, the kettle pourers, I think, are the most fabulous thing because yeah. you can put your kettle on it and you can pour what... Without lifting your without kettle. Without lifting it. Yep. Um, so and so the safety. wee toast boards, I mean, there's a million and yep. one things. Yeah, just simple things. Really simple things, yep. but you don't... You know, somebody's thought of them already, but you don't yeah. know you need them yeah. or you don't know that they're available. Yep,
2: And we are. Kiwi's are number eight wire people, aren't we? Mm. And, and we often have people come in, particularly people with dexterity issues in their hands, um, opening jars, you know, that might be arthritic or just they don't have a lot of strength in their hands. Um, And that's often, uh, and everybody's a little bit different, but there are a range of products that help, like, you know, break seals on jars so it makes it easier to open um, things with that you can use leverage rather than strength to open something. Um, Those kind of little, but yeah, we're number eight wire people, so we often stick the knife under the jar, you know, at the risk of slicing our fingers off, but there are really simple, cheap products that you can get that help with some of those things. So, all that stuff is there. We're not about, um, it's not about making the sale, it's about helping people find um, what it is best that's going to support them. We have everything from mobility scooters to electric uplift chairs to, you know, a very simple jar opener. Um, you know, sock aids, clothing, bibs, um, all sorts of bits and pieces. So that
1: stuff is there. Rain coverings for wheelchairs. Rain, yeah, that's kind of I love cape. Those. Okay, The cape, that's right. Yeah, that's I love That's
2: a very those. cool thing. Um, yeah, so we, we do that. Sorry, I'm, I'm probably monopolising here, not... That's fine, go I'm for just it. just thinking what else we, um, are we also, have a mobile service which um, uh, is our answer to um, reaching into the wider Otago community Mm. so we're based in Dunedin obviously, we have been for a long time um, but we have a mobile service that goes to Central Otago, North and South Otago on a on a monthly basis, sometimes more regularly than that. Um, so she um, it's a lovely Rochelle and she has a van and she's equipped with um, with all the product and she will also do assessments for total mobility, that's the half yep. price taxi fare so we'll go to people's homes and do that because often it's hard for people to get in, particularly if you're um, in rural areas and it's hard to get to where yeah, you need to get absolutely. to. Yep. So uh, certainly do that stuff and we'll do home visits as well as as far as just letting, you know, getting access to things. She does also presentations for community groups. Yes, she's highly entertaining. She's great. Um, yep. So she's a, she's a good, you know, if you've got a community group that you're looking for a speaker, she, she'll come in and, and do a good, tell people about our services and stuff. Yeah.
1: And she's, because re- we're having her again this year in Central Otago because she was such a hit. Yeah. And anybody I've talked to that's had Rochelle visit absolutely loves it. Yeah. Because yeah. she's so good and she's so down to earth about what the products are and what they're for and. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I think it's about, um, you know, we, have, we live in a really large region, and when we look mm-hmm. at our DHB, it covers Otago and Southland, and, and you'll be exactly yeah. the same, Valerie. When you're yes. providing services, you've got to get out and trot around the region um, for equitable services. So it doesn't matter where you live, you can still access. You don't have to be in Dunedin. Um, I think I feel quite passionate about that. Yeah, it's quite
1: sure. finding out who's in the area and whatever. And Rochelle, everybody knows Rochelle. Well, they're getting to know her, right. eh? <laughs> she's got a cool wee van and it's yeah. um, it,
2: it's all sign written so um, people can kind of see her coming around and about.
1: Yeah. But that's good. I mean, she, I know she's been into, I think, Age Concern and Omeroo and did yeah. a song there and that was great. Yep. So yep. She's around.
2: And the other, um, sorry, um, bow to our, um, no, string to our yeah, bow, bow, that's the word, isn't it, yep. is, um, is John uh, Marrable, And he, his specific role is around um, access, advice, and education. So anything to do with the built environment, um, John's a barrier-free, uh, uh, trained barrier-free assessor. So mm. he understands the built environment really well. He is very happy if people are looking at, um, uh, so, was, so he's certainly doing things with council and, and um, looking at accessible spaces and places. Yeah, and transport and all the rest of it, that's right. But he will also, you know, you might be thinking, actually... Um, you know we might need to modify a bathroom or actually yep. we now have we've got two steps to get into our house and that's proving really problematic mm. um, he certainly will come um, at no charge and give some people advice specific yep. advice about what might work for them what they could potentially do um, you know once again uh, there are systems that will pay for those modifications but sometimes people don't want to wait and sometimes the waiting list is massive and you've got to wait yep. a really long time to even get assessed before you before can before you can get into your you can get your safely. stuff sorted yeah so um, yeah John will certainly provide, that's very specific information um, and advice and he he will, um, you know, be more than happy to help out with that. Or businesses as well, if they're looking at, you know, how accessible is my cafe or my, um, you know, my space or my accommodation yeah space that I offer Um, you know and we'll give some people some really good ideas about how they can make things a more accessible and um, yeah particularly if they're looking at uh, entrances and um, you know bathroom facilities that
1: sort of thing. Yeah bathrooms are a major and John is really he's very very knowledgeable and really really easy to talk to about um, doorways and heights of things and everything like that and and future proofing as well because that can I think all houses should be future proof but that doesn't always. Oh
2: please. I know and it's, it's an interesting one eh? Um, You know that people once again you don't think about it until you need to start thinking about it and that's often too mm. late. I guess probably the biggest thing and I think about it in the context of my own family and, and yep. parents that are getting older who still are very mobile but you need to start thinking about it before it becomes an issue because when it becomes an issue it becomes an issue Yeah, and you're not going to get it unless you're prepared to fork out for yourself and pay for something oh, rather absolutely. drastic to be done. Um, It's It can be really, really problematic for people. So I think that future planning stuff is hugely important.
1: I pushed my parents a very, very long time ago when I because I was working for an older lady who had some issues in getting into her bathroom. So I pushed them when they did their modifications to their Mm. bathroom, their renovations. Yeah, they got a non-slip floor and a shower, a big shower curtain. Yeah, like the shower, and that has been the best thing. Yeah because there's no steps to get in, it's easily accessible, it's easy to clean, and for my mum that has been, that has saved Time and money, yeah. and actually, quite a lot of stress because yeah. she can get on and shower herself and yeah. do all those things with a seat.
2: Yeah, and independence. I think one thing we often hear mm. is people, um, you know, as people age and they they might um, have have need for some support to go into their home, which is is great. That's there. You know, you have a support worker come in that might help you with personal cares or with um, household management sort of stuff. But actually, if people want to retain their independence for as long as they can, actually yep. having a fold down shower seat in your shower, yep. having an accessible shower that you can get in and out of having rails beside your toilet having a, a high you know you often go into a house and everybody's toilets are different heights and it's not random about isn't it really <laughs> random you know you might have a quite a high one you might have quite mm-hmm. a low one so it's getting that stuff done so actually you're not going to be as reliant on having people come into your home because not yep. everybody
1: wants people coming into their home well no it's the invasion of the caregiver at some point isn't it yeah
2: yeah
1: um and handrails are another thing that are jolly useful yeah yep. actually but can be quite hard to fit
2: Yes, that's right. you just got to get your dwangs, figure out where they are for
1: a start. That's always tricky. (laughs) It's a blue job. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so will we pause now and go to your choice of music, which is Constant Craving by Katie Lang. Love it. Constant Craving by Katie Lang, choice of Debbie, manager at the newly revamped Living Well Disability Resource Centre. I have got that correct. You did. Perfect spot on. Excellent. So you've talked about your other staff members. So you talked about Emma and Rochelle and John and Maureen, who is going to be leaving, but we won't talk about that. Um, Can you tell us how people can contact you, please?
2: Absolutely. So as I mentioned before, we are the corner of uh, George and Bath Street on the ground floor of Burns House, which is 10 George Street. We're opposite the DCC escalator going up. Uh, We're there Monday to Friday from 9am to 4.30pm. So come in and see us. You can call us on 471 6152 or 0800 eight nine one oh eight hundred one one five eight nine one or you can email us at info at livingwellcentre.nz dot so info at livingwellcentre.nz or check on our website dub dub um
1: nz cool that's oh us. so living well center that's you oh. right That was great. Now, this has been MS Momentum with Valerie on oar.org.nz and special radio guest Debbie from Living Well Disability Resource Centre. And if we say it often enough, we'll get there. Thank you for coming along.
0: The Otago Multiple
1: Sclerosis Society aims to empower people with multiple sclerosis and their families by providing them with information and skills to participate actively in the community in ways that are meaningful to them msotago.org.nz or give us a call toll-free on, on 0508 MS Otago. That's 0508 6768 246 Otago Society Working for the people of Otago.
0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.